Welcome to The Backpack, a podcast from Christ Community Church in Shelbyville, Kentucky. On The Backpack, we want to prepare you for the journey outside where following Jesus meets real life. Hey, welcome to The Backpack. My name is DJ. I'm one of your hosts for the podcast. And this week we are coming to you with a segment that we call Trail Mix, which is a small bite-sized piece of content to energize you in your walk with Jesus, keep you going through the week. We will look at different aspects of the Christian life and uh, and seek to learn, seek to grow, uh, seek to grow closer to Him as we, as we talk about lots of different things with lots of different people. This week, I've got Blake Lawyer with me, who is our lead pastor here at Christ Community. Blake, how's it going? Good. Hey, I've got a question for you before we get into anything else. What do you got? What is your least favorite part of trail mix? Least favorite part of trail mix? It's kind of it's got to be the peanut, right? I mean, you peanuts, don't like peanuts. I peanuts like are peanuts. good, but they're not as good as everything else that's in the trail mix. Everything else? You like raisins too? Raisins are good. That's sweet and salty. Raisins are gross. No I'm sunflower not. seeds. I don't get sunflower seeds in my trail mix. Costco didn't put that in there. It's a good <laughs> Costco. stuff. Only at Costco. All right, you can go ahead. All right. So the trail mix that we're talking about has no raisins, no peanuts, but tonight it's going to have some uh, some helpful content to think about as we open up the Bible and we read it. Whether you've been walking with Jesus for a week, a month, 20 years, there might be nothing more foundational to growing in faith than opening up God's Word and learning how not just to read what's inside, but to to interpret it, to apply it, to process it. And uh, and we're going to talk tonight about how to start doing that. If you're if you're looking to to start reading the Bible regularly or to grow in reading the Bible more regularly, um, we're going to talk a little bit about how we do that and, and offer hopefully some helpful resources to help people on their way. So Blake, if this is my first time ever setting out to regularly regularly read the Bible, yeah, where do I start? Right, there's a there's a big book. There's a lot of stuff in here, and it can be very intimidating to somebody to know. How do I begin? What would your advice be yeah. to me if I'm in that boat? Well, let me give one super practical and then one that's maybe a little more theoretical. So super practically, um, get a Bible. So I think uh, we have we have apps on our phones. I use the Bible app, and those are super helpful. But if you're if you're setting out, especially with what we're talking about, adding a discipline into your life, I'd really encourage you to go buy a physical copy of the Bible. I don't know if you can get those at Costco like your trail mix, but, but gets you a physical copy of the Bible. And, and a lot of times people ask after that, well, what translation do I get? And um, there's lots of different ways to answer that question. The one that we use the most often at Christ Community is the uh, Christian Standard Bible, but there are so many other good translations, ESV, NLT, NIV, uh, any of those are good. And, and if you have more questions about that, um, you know, reach out to a community completer or something like that. But the other thing that I would say is, you know, a lot of times when people are trying to really begin reading the Bible for the first time, there's this unwritten expectation they have in their head that, man, I'm going to read the Bible tomorrow and it's just going to be like this, you know, glorious, heaven filled, everything opens up, you know, life is going to make sense moment. And sometimes to the glory of God, it is. But so often that's not the case. So I think it's important that they that people know this. Faith precedes understanding. 
faith precedes understanding. And what I mean by that is you have to believe first that God is going to speak from his word in order to hear him. If your heart it doesn't truly believe that God is going to speak to you as you engage with his word, um, then you're probably not going to hear from God as you read scripture. It doesn't mean you shouldn't read it. doesn't mean those things, but, but faith precedes understanding. Because if you believe that God is going to meet you in the scriptures, then all of a sudden there's this this shift and you'll do whatever it takes to hear God. You'll you'll get up earlier. You'll find places of solitude to read it. You'll you'll read until you hear him. And uh, I think I think that's a huge key is people kind of what's my mindset when I approach reading scripture? I have to believe that God is going to speak to me through his word. Yeah. Without faith it's impossible to please God, right? Anyone who who approaches him must believe that he exists. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so when we approach him through his word, we have to believe that we're hearing not just from stale words on a page, but from the living God. Yeah. Uh, I like what you had to say also about a physical Bible, right? It's on the one hand it's awesome that I've got the Bible in my pocket everywhere I go in an app. Um I, you know, I can pop it open if I'm waiting in line at the grocery store and and read a verse, but at the same time it can be daunting when when I want that moment of solitude Mm -hmm. um, that you mentioned to have, well, my Bible is also YouTube and Facebook and Twitter. Like that can be a distraction that's really hard to overcome. So I, uh, I like that, that piece of advice. I think that's really helpful. Yeah. I know too, for like, I think about just the way my kids watch me. So if you're a parent and um, like, I can remember growing up uh, seeing my mom and dad's Bible and you know, if I just use the Bible on my phone and the people, whether it's my kids or my, my spouse, if all they see me is sitting over in the corner of my phone, their assumption in today's day and age is probably that I'm playing a game on social media, wasting time. It's not, oh, he's over there reading his yeah. Bible, you know, but if I've got my Bible open, my kids know what I'm doing. So let's talk about in your life. What has this discipline looked like? You know, it's, it's one thing to just say, hey, read the Bible. But if we got a window into Blake Lawyer's like helpful habits in reading the Bible, what mm-hmm. would you what would you say has been the most helpful pattern in your life? Yeah, it's so it's a it's a progression. It's a growth, just like any of these disciplines are. But I've noticed as I look back and I, as I thought about this question, every season of spiritual growth in my life began with a season of awe and wonder in God's word. So there was this reality that when God was amazing me with what I was reading, that that was always the the catalyst for a season of change. And so um, as I look back, even the way that he did that in the word was was pretty unique. So I can remember the first time that I really fell in love with reading scripture. Um, it was because a guy at church, his name was Kenny Sanders, a uh, great man of faith in my home church. And I, um, I went on a retreat with my youth group and he handed me a devotional. And inside that devotional was a handwritten note, uh, encouraging me to, to fall in love with God's word. And, um, the fact that a guy in our church who was just a, a normal guy did that for me, inspired me to go open, open the pages of the book and start reading that. That was the first time that I really began to read scripture on my own. And, you know, just those, those little nuggets, like that was more like a, that was more like a trail mix version of scripture. Right. Um, and then the next thing that kind of the next marker that I remember was, uh, our youth group, uh, decided one summer that we were going to, we were going to meet at a pool every week and just go through the book of Ephesians verse by verse by verse. And that was the first time that I began to think about, okay, now there's these sections of scripture that like go together and they involve real people and there's context. And, uh, and so I saw that progression begin to happen. 
Um, and, and, uh, you know, as you start to see that becoming a reality, then you start to be eager to learn more about what's this section of scripture? Like, why is it in here? And, and how do these go together? And how does, how does Acts relate to the rest of the New Testament? And how does the Old Testament relate to the New Testament? And the more you begin to, to press into those things and understand about how scripture was composed, the more you fall in love with understanding what it's saying to you through what they wrote so long ago. Right. You know, I was talking to somebody the other day about, about faith and, and that idea of growing in faith and talking about, you know, you know, what it's like to be a 10 year old kid and what faith looks like and, and what it sounds like at 10 is really different than what it sounds like at 30, right? We don't expect kids to have the same experience and, and ability to articulate their faith as we expect an adult who's been walking with Jesus for 20 years. And so our Bible reading is going to grow along with us, right? Mm-hmm. If you're new to to the faith, if you're new to the word, um, you're, the habits that are helpful are going to look different than maybe when you're, you're 10, 20, 30 years down the road. So that idea of growth is really helpful, I think, to keep in mind. Yeah, yeah. So... Well, let's talk about roadblocks, right? You know, you mentioned earlier on that there are going to be those days when you open the word and it, it just seems to fall flat. You know, that can be one of those things where you think this isn't what I signed up for, right? I wanted to hear God speak and it, it seems like he's kind of quiet today. How do you overcome that kind of roadblock and what other roadblocks are out there that, that we're going to have to fight through as we seek to, to make this a discipline and a habit in our lives? Yeah, I, th- I think on that one specifically that you mentioned kind of that roadblock of I'm getting nothing out of this, right? It's kind of kind of the the mindset that that is. Two things come to mind. Um, Caitlin's grandpa, my wife, Caitlin, her, her grandpa, who's since passed, I, I remember him talking about how he read scripture and he said, um, he, he would, you know, he would ask this provocative question. He was like, how do you know when you should stop reading scripture for the day? And, you know, you'd kind of him haul around and try to figure it out. And then he'd look at it. He'd look back at you and he'd say, you stop reading when the Lord speaks. And so I, I think, you know, there's a, there's a growth in that area or that discipline of just saying, man, I'm, I am desperate. I am hungry. I am yearning to hear from the Lord. And so, I, th- I do think on some days there's the reality that, you know, maybe we set out as a goal that we were going to read a chapter, but you read that chapter and it didn't feel like God had said anything. What if you read the next chapter? <laughs> you know, what if you worked ahead or, um, you know, what if something in that chapter that, you know, there was a, a reference and you're like, what does that mean? And, you, you know, so there's that need for curiosity helps to overcome that, that roadblock. I, I think another common roadblock is uh, just that idea of, beginning to, to build, uh, your, your amount of context for scripture that we kind of already talked about, like understanding the context of what you're reading. So, you know, I I think when this ends up showing itself is when you've read the same passage over the course of your life, three, four, five, six, seven times, you know, you come to it the seventh time and you're like, Oh my goodness. Like, I've never seen that before. And you realize that, you know, two things kind of went into you seeing that. One is that the Holy Spirit, like he helped you to see it in a new and fresh way. But the other is you've probably learned something else about scripture that gives that passage context that helps you to see it in a in a new yeah, light. You're making a connection mm-hmm. that you weren't able to make before and it helps yeah. you to see clearly. Yeah. I know in our, I'm in a discipleship group and this morning we met and we were, one of the passages we read this week was Hebrews 11. It's a faith hall of fame. You have this long list of all these faith heroes and, and by faith, Abraham did this and Moses did this. And, and, 
and for so like I mean for years I've just read that chapter in that context and as I read it this week with our discipleship group I realized that this phrase is repeated that I'm paraphrasing but but in essence these people though they acted by great faith did not receive the promises you know and so um, understanding that new um, that new revelation to me about the fact that although these people were living by faith in the in the promises of God, they didn't actually get to receive the results of the promises of God, and and I only got to understand that because I we're, we're thinking about the context of God's covenant across all of Scripture, and so um, you know those those types of things they they stack on each other, and so um, to overcome that barrier, I think is is kind of just that mindset of like I'm going to stick with it, I'm going to keep adding to my understanding of Scripture, but also very much so the idea of community, right? Like. Um, now, because our community, like those guys in that discipleship group, were doing that together. All of those guys have that piece of context in who they are as a as a believer, because we we were on that journey together. Yeah. Well, one last question. So the name of our show is the backpack, right? So we're big on resources. If you set out on the trail, you're you're going out with a pack full of stuff that's going to help you get from point A to point B. Um, so what kind of resources are out there that can help me on this journey? If I want to read the Bible, if I want to, you know, I'm energized, I'm ready to start this tomorrow. Um, what is, what do you got for me? That's practical. That's tangible. That can be a help for me as I start moving forward. Yeah. Two things come to mind. One is, uh, just get a reading plan, right? Um, if you, you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Uh, if, if, if you buy that physical Bible and your plan is I'm just going to flop it open and read whatever page comes to me, uh, that may work for a couple of days, but it's, you're probably not going to sustain that. Um, so uh, get you a plan. You can do that in the Bible app. We also have on our website, loveshowville.com slash discipleship. There's five different reading plans that we use in our own discipleship groups here that I encourage you to check out. And um, the other resource, if you're looking for, if you're saying, okay, I've read God's word, I've done some devotionals, and I really hear what you're saying about building context for scripture, get you a good a good commentary, a you know, baseline commentary. I, I would recommend two specifically, and I, I recommend them just because I've sat under the teaching of the people that wrote them. Uh, one is the Bible Knowledge Commentary. Uh, you can search that on Amazon. Uh, it's written by professors from Dallas Seminary. And the other is Nelson's Compact Bible Commentary. And one of the main contributors on that is a guy named Ron Allen, who um, I, I just sat in class with him. And one of the most gentle, tender-hearted guys that loves God's Word that I've ever been around. And so uh, that was Bible Knowledge Commentary and Nelson's Compact Bible Commentary. Uh, Nelson's is, is I think, a $10 resource, and it's a, a commentary on all of Scripture, which is a great deal. The Bible Knowledge Commentary, I think, is going to run you about $70 on Amazon, but it's totally worth it. It's something I use every week in my journey. Awesome. And we'll put some links in our show notes to those uh, so that people can can easily get in there, find them, check them out. Any, any closing thoughts for everybody as we think about, all right, let, let's go read the Bible together. Let's Let's go grow. I'll kick that back to you. You've listened. What one thought would you give about jumping into scripture? I would say, uh, you know, find what works. You know, you, you gave a lot of different ideas in terms of, you know, maybe, maybe you read a chapter, maybe you read until God speaks. You know, I think the biggest, most helpful thing that I've found is what works today might not work tomorrow. Mm. What, what works this year might not work next year. And so don't be afraid to change things up to keep it fresh. There have been seasons where I read a chapter a day and stop and move on. There have been seasons where I read 
you know, a, a couple of verses until I have that kind of moment of, of hearing God speak and just the variety, just the change is often helpful in, mm-hmm. in making it not stale because you're going to find those moments where, uh, where you come to the word and maybe it's, it's not even that, that the word seems dead, but just the practice seems stale. Yeah. And sometimes just ch- changing up your approach, changing up where you read, when you read, those things can, can bring in some extra life. And so, um, don't, don't be afraid to, to try something new. That is a red M&M right there. It Let is. me tell you, that is a good bite-sized well, nugget. Well, hopefully what we've given you has been more M&M than stale peanut today. I think it has. So, Blake, thanks for, for taking the time and talking through this with us. Um, we're going to have you back uh, next week to talk about some more spiritual disciplines. Really looking forward to this series and, uh, and, and seeing where God takes us. Well, in the meantime, put your backpacks on, CCC. Go be the church. Thanks for listening to The Backpack, a production of Christ Community Church. The Backpack is hosted by DJ Williams, Daniel Bright, and Josiah Ward. You can learn more about Christ Community Church at loveshelbyville.com.